This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. All right, welcome to Above Grade, where each week we'll be discussing the construction landscape in central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob, your host, president of J.S. Brown Company, and one of the best friends of Greg Hansberry, the producer here. That's Hi. right. Hey, buddy. I mean, it's been, what, four weeks now? Uh, I've earned a lot of points with my wife from yes. all the stuff you've taught me over the past couple I of weeks. It. Imagine what a year will do. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what what makes a marriage better than construction jargon? How about jargon that's going to help me uh, make my yard look stunning, huh? What did she think of your Schluter sheen from last week? Sh- Schluter fell flat, but uh, screening and coating <laughs> did, screening did good. Screening and coating. <laughs> Yeah, well, we knew there was a lot of opportunities for you to be successful with her, with the words we learned last week from America's Floor Source. And this week, you know, she's going to check out your manscape when we talk about all this landscape. And I've got <laughs> a good friend of mine and uh, and uh, an expert in the landscape industry. It's Sean Ryan of Ryan Landscape Companies with us today. I'm glad to have you here. Thanks for having me, Bryce. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean that, man. I admire the work you guys do. It's always been fun. I really enjoy the relationship we've we've uh, put together here, and you've helped us on a lot of great projects. So it's nice to have you here because there's a lot of people this time of year that are doing landscaping, and they're doing it all year, as you're about to say. But, you know, they've got a lot of questions for us. I thought, what better thing to do than, than uh, get you on here and also help Greg out with his uh, vocabulary because he's always working on uh, swooning and mm-hmm. spooning. All right. Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's all right. Well, good. There's no better way to do it. So tell us about Ryan Landscape a little bit, uh, those that don't know, know um, who we are. Ryan Landscape is a, a small company that I started. Um, I actually started in high school. Um, it was a way to pay for college. Um, you know, I grew up with a single mom, and, uh, you know, we if I wanted to go to college, I was going to pay for it. So... Uh, what better way to do it than to start mowing lawns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all you need is a mower. And uh, discovered I love to be outside, um, and and things continue to grow. You know, I, I always put a big focus on customer service, um, and things just grew. So uh, as it became time to come to college, um, I toured some architecture programs, decided that that was too involved, too crazy. 3 a.m. in the studio doesn't cut it for me. Yeah, um, yeah sure. So uh, decided to go get a business degree, kept the business running while I was in college. And by the time I was a, a junior in college, it was sizable enough that I felt this could be a career. Um, we got more into design build, and it was just something I, I really had a passion for. And, and so, you know, I was probably about 19 at the time, maybe 20. Um, and I said, we're going to run with it. And, and that's that. So and here we are today. So you went to Ohio State, correct? That's correct. Yeah, and the Ohio got, State University. Okay, great. I, sorry, I got that wrong. Uh, I sh- that's one thing I should get right living here, shouldn't I? Yeah, even I know that, and I'm a transplant. Okay. <laughs> so sorry, gentlemen. Come on, Bryce. <laughs> working on it. Working on it. Uh, so anyway, you have a good story. Actually, I want you to share. You shared this with me. Uh, you actually were on the Ohio State football team. Uh, just for one season, it, it started out as a joke uh, between friends. I had a friend that worked in the athletic department and uh, signed me up for an in-season football tryout. Um, got some paperwork and an email and said, what the heck, let's try it. You know, it'll be fun. Um, took my buddy up on it. Uh, so I, I got that email on a Monday. I think the tryout was on a Thursday that same week. Did the tryout. Uh, 
Friday got a text that said, hey, practice starts Monday. <laughs> oh, um, we expect you there at, at um, 2 p.m. <laughs> um, so really unexpected. I, I had a, a sizable business at the time. Um, I think we had uh, five or six people working. Um, and so then I had to figure out how am I actually going to do this? I can't back out on a football commitment like this. Um, so we made it work. I uh, didn't sleep much, but, um, <laughs> I can't imagine. you know, it was certainly was a fun experience. I think I learned a lot and it, and it's, you know, that experience is really helping me now in business. Um, I did not ever get to play. Um, but practice team was fun. Um, I developed a lot of good relationships you know, and, and it, it's just an experience I'll never forget. So, yeah. um, and, and so my friends were, my friends were all completely, you know, they thought it was going to be a bust. They thought this was going to be a way to make fun of Sean. And, uh, so they were <laughs> silenced, huh? uh, they were silenced and then it just became, Hey, what kind of Buckeye gear can we get? So, yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it did. So goodness. So you, uh, this was just recently though. It's not too long ago. I mean, yes. This is... So that, that would have been, uh, 2011. Um, I graduated in, in 2013. Um, so maybe that was 2012. Um, but yeah, so that was just a few years ago. I graduated in December of 2013, um, with a business degree and a, and a minor in landscape horticulture. And, uh, yeah, haven't looked back. So I, I didn't end up playing football senior year. Uh, the business continued to grow, and it just wasn't going to be feasible. Uh, plus, I didn't want to get a, a, a serious injury um, or anything crazy like that being uh, being stupid. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> despite, I think you have bragging rights, though. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. It certainly would have been fun, but you know, I was trying to look past you know age twenty one um, and, and what was going to be most beneficial in my life long term, and yeah. so that's. That, that kind of influenced the decision. But, uh, but yeah, it's been, you know, blue skies and green grass ever after. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, except for this season, it's been a lot of rainy season. So, you know, the, I don't remember a spring that's been this rainy. Now, I'm, I'm born and raised in Ohio. I've been here all but about six years when I lived in North Carolina. And I can't remember a spring where it didn't really exist. It was just rain, and it wreaked havoc on our construction schedule. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we also work in the winter. We do handle snow and ice management for a handful of uh, commercial and residential clients, but um, the, the spring this year has been very tough. Uh, we had an extremely late um, winter, you could call it. Um, I think our last snow was towards the end of April, uh, which was just a few weeks ago. Um, freezing temperatures. Uh, extremely wet conditions, so our design build teams are are extremely behind right now, mm. and uh, we're working as fast as we can to make make progress and make that time up. But um, we're used to being full fledged, you know, construction mode. Usually by March first, um, usually it's mid February. Yeah. Um, so we're a solid month to you know month and a half behind right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, do you have clients that are kind of chomping at the bit? Yeah, I know everything you do is outside, so you get the the rain that puts you behind. We we always do. Um, that that's a, a perennial problem we have. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and there's really not a ton we can do. We can't plan for the weather. Uh, if we could, I would probably be retired and on an island sure. right now. Yeah, wouldn't that? Um, nice? So we do our best, but you know, the one thing we refuse to do is cut corners. Um, we can't sacrifice quality in order to meet a schedule. Um, that's just something we don't believe in. So, you know, we, we try and explain that to the client, um, you know, or if there's a certain other part of the project that maybe we could get started on um, with another crew, we certainly will try that. But um, 
unfortunately, sometimes it's just kind of a, a sit and wait type of deal. Yeah, absolutely. So with winter as well, so you have winter, and I know a lot of people think landscapers, you just strap a shovel to the front of your truck and you drive around and you push <laughs> snow. And I know you do some of that, correct? We do. We do. Yeah. That's and a smaller part of our business, but we do we do snow and ice management. So what are you doing outside snow of the snow and ice management? So the winter is, is really big for us. Unfortunately, we don't get to sit around, um, sit by the fireplace and sleep in. Um, our, our design team is busy designing and planning projects for the upcoming year. Um, clients who want a landscape installed in the spring, uh, we recommend they contact and start the design process by Thanksgiving. Um, and so really that's still the time when we're shutting a lot of landscapes down. Our, our fall cleanup schedule usually wraps up right before Christmas. And so, you know, that process immediately falls into design build prep. So, Mm -hmm. um, site visits, consults, uh, discovery meetings with clients, um, and then working the design process, that all happens over the winter. Um, And we do, as as weather allows, we will work on construction projects. Uh, The only issue with that is is weather sometimes will extend or delay a project, and then someone might be left with a yard that is a little bit um, unfinished Mm -hmm. due to the weather. Um, so, so that is an option that we always have, but, but the main thing is planning, um, for the upcoming season. Sure. Yeah. So, and I know that's not easy because people get the itch when the sun comes out and they call you and they're like, Hey, I want to get this done this summer and it might be a little too late. That's correct. Yes. Um, we always have clients who, who call in March or April or even May, um, and, and would like some sort of patio or outdoor living space installed in time for summer. Um, many times it's, you know, the, the three big ones are Memorial Day, 4th of July and Labor Day. Um, and usually, uh, you know, to give you an idea right now, we're booked out, um, pretty much right to Labor Day right Mm -hmm. now. So, um, again, this is why we can't stress enough. Call early, call, you know, if you're thinking about planning an outdoor living space or some sort of landscape enhancement project in, in the spring, um, the, the time to do that is in the prior fall. Um, you know, folks who call right now, we're, we're going to be into September, um, and then pretty soon October. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes more of a project that was, was planned and installed this year and enjoyed next year. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I don't think folks always account for the design time that it takes. No, no know, and designs can range, Bryce, you know, better than anybody, but designs can take a, a much longer than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of details, especially in a more involved outdoor living space that might contain a pool, right. uh, you know, or some sort of covered pavilion and an outdoor kitchen. There's a lot of design elements that that need to be addressed, and that does take mm-hmm. time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's it's time to check in with our good friend here, Jetcopter Jim, and he's going to give us a, a, a 30,000-foot view of the remodeling landscape here in central Ohio. So let's check in with Jim. Jim, are you up there, and can you hear me? This is Jetcopter Jim, your J.S. Brown company, eye in the sky, with the latest updates on the remodeling landscape. And here in central Ohio, that landscape looks great. I can see shiny black J.S. Brown trucks all over the city, although that one seems to be going the wrong way in a one-way street. Oh, he'll figure it out. There's a, a helpful policeman will tell him where to go. Anyway, it's spring, and the bright green frog hauling dumpsters are everywhere as the new projects crank up and our boys get to the business at hand. Well, that's all for now. My arms, I mean, my chopper's getting tired. Keep it here for the latest updates. 
This is Jet Copter Jim for J.S. Brown and Company saying I'll keep an eye on it. All right. That's a great report from Jim. We're grateful for that. <laughs> Uh, that Does he land, have his, uh, his pilot know, license? You know, it sounded like he was flying a little low there. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about the going the wrong way on the one-way street. I don't know. Jim, he didn't have a good eye on that. That might have been uh, one of our competitors' trucks, perhaps. <laughs> That's good. So I'm here with Sean Ryan with Ryan Landscape Company. You started this company when you were in high school, which is pretty impressive to pay for school. And it's an admirable thing that you did there. And that turned into something that has turned into quite a large company. And you mentioned you have several people. At mm-hmm. one point, you had five people when Correct. you were graduating. How Correct. many do you have now? Uh, we've got 15 folks, um, 15 yeah. team members out in the field now designing, installing, and maintaining uh, landscapes throughout Columbus. Yeah, that's awesome. So you got a, quite a team, and uh, and so you're doing a lot more than cutting grass, obviously. Yes, we are. Actually, we have we have one crew that cuts grass uh, or mows. Every, everyone else is going to be doing you know horticultural plant care. Um, and then actually the biggest part of our business now is design build. Really? Yeah. Well, I know. And, and, and uh, like our design build, we've had many projects where we're altering the landscape because of an addition we're putting onto a home or adding square footage to a home. And, you know, I get you involved because you're the expert in the outside of the home. And if we're, uh, we're putting an addition where there was a patio or a deck, they still want living space on the outside. And I can certainly lay something out for them, but you're the real expert in designing something that that's going to transition with the family over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, we we love to work with with builders and contractors. It's it's really best to get involved early. Um, you know, oftentimes I, we see all the time renovations done, and then the landscape is just kind of left uh, with whatever remnants. Um, you know, dirt remain a pile after of construction. Dirt. <laughs> a pile of yeah. dirt. Yeah. Or, or some, you know, temporarily transplanted shrubs that, that might not really have any rhyme or reason. There's no design about them um, or, or a standard, you know, a concrete slab that, um, you know, they, they said, hey, we want a patio and, and a builder may or, you know, a, a remodeler may just say, okay, here, here's what I can do. And, and it's a, a, you know, a rectangular concrete slab. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we know J.S. Brown wouldn't do that. They would right. call us. Mm-hmm. Um but um, but but yeah, it's a, it's a great partnership, um, and you know I think we can create better outcomes for our, for our clients when we work with you or or whoever they may be using for for their remodeling project. Well, and the people are getting pretty sophisticated with their outdoor living. It's not just a it's just not not a ten by twelve patio and a couple it bushes is not. It's around far from it. it. Yeah, far I mean from it. we're talking about seating walls and fireplaces, fire pits, water features, uh, terraced areas. And it's interesting because there was a big push for this. Uh, it seems about 10 years ago, and you can correct me on the time frame, um, but about 10 years ago I started seeing projects where people wanted to put outdoor kitchens and, and really take the, outs, the inside to the outside and extend the living season or really integrate the two. Do you see that that's still happening or is it happening yes, even on a larger scale? More than ever now. More yeah, than ever really? now. I mean, I think that the scale continues to get bigger and, and – you know, as the push continues to to live outside, healthier lifestyles, you know, um, integrating things for the whole family. Um, you well, know. now that we're in May, we're, what, six weeks till winter? <laughs> so <laughs> it feels like, gosh, we just got through winter. Right, and, right. And uh, now, we, now we're heading into summer, it feels like. And, that, you know, the season's so short. So is that a good investment? It really is. There's a lot of opportunity to extend the season through, you know, maybe a covered roof structure with a fireplace on the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, with that covered roof structure really does hold the heat despite not having walls. 
Um, you know, we actually had a client, uh, we did a pool and patio and fire pit or fireplace for, um, they heated the pool, had the fireplace off to the side. Uh, kids were swimming at Thanksgiving. No kidding. Probably was a little chilly, but, yeah, uh, the polar but bear yeah, club so, tra- in training. Yes. Um, and the pool was heated to about 87 degrees. So, um, <laughs> but, but really, you know, um, that same family, it was, it was fairly warm on Christmas. They had Christmas dinner out on their patio, lit a fire, um, you know, so, so the, the season, you know, the usable season really is being extended through the, you know, features like a fireplace, um, bringing, bringing in an outdoor kitchen, a covered roof structure, um, you know, built in heaters. Uh, there's all sorts of things you can do to try and extend, you know, the usability of the season, um, you know, when it's not 75 and sunny outside like it is today. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something, you know, you got a family swimming in a pool. So I think about family and what our projects impact. And oftentimes, you know, we're working with families that are in different stages of their lives. I think about my family. I got my three girls and, um, you know, they're in their teen years now, which is scary because I got to worry about all their friends, you know, whether I like them or not. I got to worry about them. (laughs) And I worry because I have daughters, I got to worry about every boy. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. And so when I, when I do that, I also want to give my kids, um, room to be independent and not feel that I'm the, uh, you know, the, the jet copter dad, the helicopter that's, dad, yeah, yes. that's, that's, uh, hovering over them. I want them to be able to grow up and enjoy the environment they live in. And so, you know, one of the things I did in particular was our basement, you know, I made a, I built a basement, um, and finished it so kids could gather down there and watch movies, or I could gather down there and get away from kids, you know, so there's. There's an opportunity for us in our house to have some separation so you can have independence, have your own quiet area, but also have security of being in the same home. How are you doing that with landscape, or is that something you even think about when it comes to There's a ton of opportunity for that, and, you know, I'm a big proponent. You know, I've got a 10-month-old, and and I, as he grows up, I want to make sure that he experiences the outdoors the way that I did. Um, You know, rain, snow, sleet, or shine, I was outside on a bike in a pool, on a trampoline, playing football in the backyard. Um, and so, you know, when, when you really take that, you know, that need and work with it during the design phase, there, there's a lot of opportunity, um, mm-hmm. whether it's designing a pool with a, you know, a built-in um, basketball hoop um, or a volleyball net. Um, maybe it's an artificial turf area so, you know, the kids can play soccer, they can play football, and the turf doesn't get torn up. You know, mm-hmm. traditional grass w- will get torn up and muddy. Um, We're having that problem now. Just just the activity <laughs> with the dogs and the kids. Right, and, right. and I'm stressing out because I want to patch everything and make everything look nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. But that would be pretty turf. cool to get yeah, some Yeah, be turf. like the Brady Bunch. It, it, it really <laughs> is. The Brady Yard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is a great opportunity. And, you know, the, the synthetic turf available today can look almost exactly like grass. This is not, you know, the 1980 AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it, so not it, the Brady. Not the Brady Bunch. <laughs> it, it looks like a lawn, um, and, but it, it drains well. It'll never get soggy. It'll never get puddly. Um, and put a couple nets on either side of it for yeah. football, soccer, yes. lacrosse, baseball, whatever you want. That'd yes. Be, you know, and, and, and sell my the, added bonus, one, the added bonus there is no dog spots. Nice. If you guys have dogs, yeah. you know, dog urine mm-hmm. sometimes makes makes the brown spots. Yes, it does. No brown spots when it's not real grass. Well, so how do you clean two. it then? I mean, does it just clean um, like so, what, so water? It, if you have a, a pet, um, we actually there's a special um, underlayment that we put in there for that, mm-hmm. and then there's a turf specifically rated for that. Uh, it's got um, an antimicrobial property to it. 
Um, and then otherwise just water. Um, there is a cleaner that we recommend once a year on it. Um, but it, it performs great. It, it drains through. So everything just washes through with, you know, with the hose and, uh, you've got a shiny, nice new green lawn. Okay. What's something like that cost? Um, that really ranges. It, yeah. it, it's, it's based on the size. So, sure. um, th- there's not an easy way to mm. give you an exact price. Um, but I think it's, you know, it would be similar to, to what you would look at for a patio. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a larger upfront investment, but you know, the maintenance of a patio over time versus, you know, a, a deck or something a little less permanent is going to be more. So, so you're sure. looking at a larger upfront investment, but you know, you're not going to be paying to fertilize it. You're not going to be using chemicals in the lawn where the kids are playing. You don't um, have to, you don't have to, you mow, don't have to right? mow it. Do weeds come up through it? They don't. They don't. Yeah. No. Because it's okay. set over a gravel base. There's no soil involved in it. So, um, What about those dreadful bird seeds, you know, that uh, or the <laughs> seeds are in bird poo? Um, we haven't really found a problem with it. We've been installing artificial turf for, uh, I think, seven years now. Yeah. And, and the first one looks as good as the one we just did, you know, last fall. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, we did a tour of remodeled homes just uh, a couple weekends ago, and... Uh, German Village is where our home was, and there was a property down there that I I took a close look because I thought, man, it's gorgeously manicured grass. And I walked up to it and took a look at it, and it was actually turf, like Mm -hmm. you're describing. And Mm -hmm. I thought, well, that's kind of funny. It's turf. But then I thought, that's kind of genius because it's perfectly maintained. Right. And in German Village, you know, there's not a lot of green area, and there's a lot of shade. And it's very, you know, the areas that do have grass it's patchy. It is, yeah. And so yes. it was really pretty to see this, and they had it just, you know, I was going to say landscape nice, but they had a lot of um, oh, accessories mm-hmm. around the area, some hardscape that surrounded mm-hmm. it, and it just looked really, you know, it was nice. So right. it's kind of funny that you bring that up now after I'd just seen it for maybe the first time yes, in the area. Yes, I mean, it's catching on that. You know, that has lagged behind a little bit. That's a little bit newer trend as opposed to the outdoor kitchen and just the overall trend of, of bringing the indoors out. Mm-hmm. Um you know, this this is just an adaptation or an improvement on what's been outdoors for hundreds of years is, you know, turf grass. Um, but it, it really is a nice way to increase the functionality and, and the aesthetic. And, and, you know, you can, especially if you have a small lawn like in German Village, mm-hmm. if you have kids and they're continuously trampling, 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 you know, that, it's going to get wore out. And then you're going to be looking at resodding continually and those types of things. And so turf is really a great option for that. You know what, this is a great time for us to get the tip of the weekend, and today our special guest is going to read us a, a tip and maybe even a bonus tip. Is that right? I think so, Bryce. Right. I think I like you enough I can give a bonus <laughs> tip. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, I hope you like our listeners enough to give them a bonus tip, too, <laughs> and they'll like you right back. It's time for the tip of the week. All right, guys. Um, so it's springtime. Everyone is is trying to get their grass cleaned up. Um when you guys are fertilizing, make sure you're using a slow-release fertilizer, okay? Um, slow-release is going to feed over time. It's going to eliminate the excessive growth that, that a lot you see a lot of times in the spring. Um, it's going to feed over time, and it's going to further develop the root system because top growth is not good for root growth. Um, so we want to keep the roots invigorated, build the roots up, and then when you know hot weather comes, because it will come, this is Ohio, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, it'll be better prepared to handle that drought and, and that heat stress. Okay. Yeah, that's a great tip. And then so I, how, can you just buy that at the store? You can. You can. Or? It would tell you right on the package whether it's slow-release fertilizer or not. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, ask, you know, ask the attendant. 
Um, but you know, we really recommend slow release fertilizer. It's just it's overall better for your lawn and it'll mean less mowing for you. Alright. Right? Well bonus tip. Bonus tip here, guys. Um, for those of you that have uh, landscape lighting, make sure you guys are using LED lamps. Um, you know, we have some clients that might have 40, 50, 60 fixtures in their property. Um, on average, those lamps are going to be a 10 to 30 watt fixture or a lamp. Um, replace those with an LED. The, a 10 watt equivalent is typically two watts. Um, so the energy savings is tremendous. Um, you'll reduce your energy bill. Um, and and the, the technology that they've brought to LED lamps, uh, you can get the same color as you get with a halogen lamp now. Um, nobody can tell the difference. Uh, I actually switched ours over. My wife had no idea. A month <laughs> or two later, I said, hey, did, how do you like the lights? She said, what do you mean? So um, great way to save some energy, and their, their lifetime is much longer. Typically, you're a couple years max with halogen. Mm-hmm. Um, LED should be minimum of five, probably upwards of seven. All right. Awesome. Thanks for the tip. No problem. Are you working on any really cool projects you want to talk about now? Um, we have a lot of great projects in the works for this summer. Yeah. Um, none none are actually underway yet because, believe it or not, they all got started a little bit late on design. Um, but no. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple unique projects. Um, with a, a, We have one with a lap pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a smaller yard in Clintonville, uh, long and narrow. Uh, they wanted a pool. They do have grandkids, and they said, how can we, you know, we talk about multifunctional spaces. How can we get something for, for everyone? It, it, and this is going to be the grandparents' house. Um, and they said, well, we want a pool so our grandkids want to come see us. And um, they're older, and they, they want to exercise. They like to go to um, the club and swim. Mm-hmm. So how about a lap pool? We couldn't fit a regular pool in. So this is actually a small pool that runs along the side of the house. Um and then that leaves the whole backyard open for play space. Um, and then there's a really nice terrace patio um, for for the adults to hang out that's in view of the pool and also in view of the backyard. Um, so that's one really cool project. We've got a couple others that involve, you know, a covered roof structure with the fireplace um, on the end of it. So um, even though we'll probably not be installing those until um, I think those are scheduled for August, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to be probably about an eight-week project. So that'll be perfect time to fire up the fireplace, oh, yeah. um, so they can still get a little bit of enjoyment out of it this year. But um, but yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff in the works. Yeah, yeah, so. that's good. Well, it's always exciting to have something on your backlog that you're really looking forward to. And, always, uh, you know, we're we're always doing the same thing. We have so many projects that go on over the course of the year. There are some, you know, they're all special, you know, <laughs> right. at the end of the right. day, they're all special, but there are some that have these little extra touches and mm-hmm. and things to them that really, really make the project special. So mm-hmm. that's fun. Are there any hot trends out there that you're seeing other than, you know, the, the outdoor living and indoor living kind of combining themselves um, or any really other Really just, just all things that kind of further develop that idea of bringing the indoors out. So whether it's a covered roof structure, you know, I would say over, you know, over the last 10 years or probably even the last five years, the trend of, of pergolas or, you know, semi-covered shade structures mm-hmm. to a solid roof structure, a pavilion-type structure, um, has really, w- we've seen an increase in those because um, you're, you're going to add things like lighting, fans, heat, um, all of those things in a covered roof structure that you really are limited with your options on a pergola. Mm-hmm. So that's one that we definitely have seen an increase in. Um, and we're really customizing them and building them out um, so that it is truly an extension of the home. It's not... An add-on. It, yeah. It's an extension. 
you know, off of their living room. Um, and maybe you do a, a nano wall or a folding glass door and then it's just an open mm-hmm. space. It becomes one large living space. Yeah. Um, you know, other things really just the outdoor living, outdoor kitchens, um, pizza ovens. You've seen many p- pizza ovens. Pizza ovens in? are a little bit more specialty item. Um, we have a lot of people ask about, about them. Um, and the one thing I try to do anytime I meet with a client is, you know, let's talk about the, the, you know, reality in your daily life. Do you know how to cook pizza in a pizza oven? <laughs> right. Or are we doing it for the cool factor? Uh, we'll certainly build it if you want the cool factor, but you know, how often do you guys plan to eat pizza? Well, we, you know, my kids don't like pizza. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's an important, you know, point we need to make when we're designing landscapes and outdoor living spaces is how are they really going to use the space? Um, and, and so they are popular for those who use them. Uh, we always try and clarify though. So what type of building materials are you, um, you seeing a lot of bluestone or uh, natural stone? Trend is or? definitely shifting back way more natural product. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, softer finishes stuff that you might see inside again we keep coming back to this indoors out um but the the trend is definitely more towards the natural material Mm -hmm. um or a manufactured product made to look natural stamped concrete do you do much of that we we don't do a lot of stamped concrete we do buff wash is a really nice Mm -hmm. texture um you know i call it a resort style feel Mm -hmm. um great around pools it's easy on the feet unlike you know traditional is that like an exposed aggregate it's not exactly exposed aggregate. Okay. Um, it's a little bit more timeless look. I think exposed aggregate, um, you know, can can create a couple different looks. And and the buff wash is a little more forgiving as far as it it, it goes with a lot. It's a, it's a very complimentary material. Um, it's not going to stand out and be the star of the show, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a great material. Um, but things like bluestone, limestone. Um, there's some other sandstones. Those are, those are what we've definitely seen an increase in demand for. All right. All right. Well, as we wrap things up here, I want to thank you, Sean. And how do people get in touch with you to, to inquire about landscaping or to begin planning? Uh, the best thing to do would be visit our website at Rhine, R-I-N-E, landscapegroup.com. Um, check us out. There's a lot of information about what we do, past projects. It's a great starting point for folks. Um, or they can call the office. Office is 614-486-7913 um, or shoot an email to info at com. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Uh, we'll have you back because I know that Susie Q that asks questions periodically is definitely going to want to ask you some outdoor stuff. So we'll make sure we get you back in the future on the program. Always happy to. All right. Well, Greg, do you want to know what we're going to do next time? I'm uh, shivering with anticipation. Well, you're going to love it because you know how we talk trash on the show. Where we're going to take it to a whole new level. Marty Reed, the founder of Frog Hauling, is going to who also hosts the From Our House to Your Home, will be here to talk trash with the us. The expert talk, trash talker. I and like he's it. He's as good as it gets. So be sure to tune in and check out Above Grade every week for exciting news surrounding construction in Central Ohio at jsbrowncompany.com. You can also tune in to listen to Marty's show every Sunday morning on Sunday 95 at 8.30 a.m. So be sure to tune in. Until next week, this is Bryce Jacob. Have a wonderful week. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.